and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Dizzard. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. How about yourself? Doing okay. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, yeah, so I'm Dizzard, as you just said. <laughs> um, I do stuff with the TTS leagues, for those who pay attention to any of that. Um, as far as helping run the show and been doing that since the beginning. Um, it's been very fun. I love community building, so it was great to be a part of it and still to be a part of it. And then I was a founding member and host of the Danger Room for a long time. And just recently, past couple months, left that to go and do a new podcast called Rogue Agents, which has been a wonderful time. Um shameless plug you know <laughs> i always um, but, allow shameless plugs <laughs> um but i guess more about me myself um i grew up in washington which is funny because you're there yeah, <laughs> um my home country oh yeah um grew up gaming all the time basically anybody from washington knows tacoma that if anybody's playing in tacoma they probably played me in war machine days um ah, build ball um yes. the Anybody who played a Game Matrix or Terracrux, I guarantee would, they probably played you. <laughs> yeah, I have grown up on the two major cities that san- kind of sandwich uh, Tacoma, which is Olympia. Yeah, uh, is where I went to college, and then I grew up in the Greater Seattle area in Redmond. Nice. Yeah, I, I sometimes I miss it. I miss the scenery there, but mm-hmm. it's it's been a joy to travel, so I can't can't complain. Mm-hmm. But it grew up, grew up playing War Machine, Flames of War, um, different games that my dad got me into, and then joined the army. And I guess here I am. <laughs> Love an MCP. By far one of my favorite games ever to play on the tabletop. And I've been playing tabletop games since I was like seven or eight. So <laughs> for sure. So yeah. Um, and now I must ask the classic question, but to preempt this, because we are so close to it, uh, this is recorded on the Monday before the mini-stravaganza. So, if you somehow snipe it, this was not insider information (laughs) on day of recording. This is, we are a couple days away from the mini-stravaganza starting. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, um... So, do you want me to give a character that's coming for Mini Stravaganza, or do you want me to do a prediction for Mini Stravaganza? No, I'm just saying, what character do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol that oh. isn't there? <laughs> and then, if you somehow manage to snipe it out of nowhere, we have okay, it on well, record. Okay, so, I'm going to say, because I want this one really, really bad, because I think he'd be amazing. Um, and I've said it multiple places, and I'm going to keep saying it until I get him. And I guarantee he will not be at Mini Stravaganza, because it's I don't. I do not see this happening anytime soon. Still, but that'd be Phantom X. Yeah. Um, I, 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 everybody knows who has heard me talk, and I always do it. Um, like I love X Force, and I just think he would bring something to X Force that they're lacking. Um, just more guns, which they love, but like somebody who could potentially be more mobile with twenty three, which is something that they would love. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is good with Mystic which they would really love and somebody who's got like gadgets and gizmos, which 
would be really kind of cool to like see implemented into the game. Um, I just think Phantom X would be super cool with Eva. Like maybe he'll have flight or some sort of tactic card with Eva. Mm. Uh, just super cool. I just I would love to see Phantom X in the game. Yeah, Phantom X is definitely one of the ones that I I have um I did a long time ago, and I may have to update this at some point. Did a <laughs> series of articles on possible secondary leaders for every affiliation that didn't already have. Yeah. And Phantom X was definitely on my X-Force shortlist. Um, I think I did Phantom X, Rachel Summers, and Psylocke were my three options. Yeah, you did Psylocke. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think you're most likely with Psylocke. You're, like, out there with Phantom X. No, you're out there with Summers. Um, yeah. And then, like, and then Phantom X was, like, a could be, but... Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> I love Psylocke too, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off my high horse here and. <laughs> yeah, no, and and as I put in the article, while Psylocke has never been, like X Force leader, they have already shown they're willing to collapse multiple, like Midnight Suns adjacent groups into Midnight Suns. Yeah. So I could see them collapsing things like Fallen Angel and stuff like that that Psylocke has run so, into. Um, X Force. I was. I was really hoping that they were going to collapse Excalibur into X-Force and X-Force would get magic because um, that would have been really cool. But I didn't get my wish there. Um, but to be honest, Psylocke could absolutely be a leader for X-Force because there's multiple times where she's like the field leader for the team. Yeah. So she could actually be a leader. I could I, I, I had that argument before with some people that like, like Psylocke was never a leader. I'm like, well, technically she has been. She's in the field and she's like the commander at the time. So, yeah. Though Psylocke is a character that I'm perennially worried about their implementation of. True. I all. <laughs> oh, man. I, I could go the whole entire episode about this. But, <laughs> uh, but my biggest ones, and I will say this because I guess now we're going on Psylocke instead of Phantom X. Um, but I just like give X Force a lawn mover. If you give like, besides Sabretooth, of course. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, but like, well, I mean, I don't forget about him. But like, I want like, I want a. I, I guess that's like, like, like twenty three bringing mobility to X Force was huge. And if we could get somebody else to bring more mobility, oh my goodness, it'd be super good. And I can see Salak being that person, like another lawn mover for the team, another assassin type character, but with mystic instead of physical, which would be huge if they could just get some natural mystic damage. Oh, their roster building would be so much easier because I'm always having to find like outside mystic from magic or hood, which are like my top two picks probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, oh, man, Salak, like, like I just imagine basically 23, but with mystic instead of physical and even more deadly. <laughs> so my worries with Psylocke are much more on an abstract end the character yes the character. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because the most popular version of that character is also deeply problematic i can i can see that i can <laughs> i completely understand what you're saying and um i can say absolutely like it's it's something that should be considered Cause like the whole Betsy Braddock thing is something that they really had to sort out. Cause fuck, was it problematic? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm my hope is they do a Psylocke, uh, Captain Britain box, so we still get Betsy, <laughs> but we also get non-problematic Psylocke. That's fair. But no- I, 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 interesting. Like. <laughs> 
it'd be really kind of cool if they had like I don't know I don't know how they would pull it off but if they had it to where she was both in the game <laughs> well like a transformer ability to where she like goes from one to the other for some reason that is still like because you know the actual like implications of that in the comic right yeah 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 <laughs> For those at home, uh, Betsy Braddock was basically a white woman mind writing in the body of a Japanese woman for a couple years. And that is deeply problematic. Yeah, it's it's such a crazy story, and it's insane that they did that, but a different time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 one of those things up there with what Emma Frost's costume will look like that I am very worried about and hope they go much more modern than they have shown themselves to be so far. That's fair. I think I, w- I would say across the board they don't do too bad. Like like Angela isn't as bad as the comics, you yeah. know, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow could have been completely different because um, there's some certain times. But I think they've they've, got, they've been fairly modest with it. For the most part, I would say. So I, I have faith. The real one I am worried about is I don't want to see goddamn puffy sleeves on my kitty pride. <laughs> uh, I can I can see that. <laughs> I know they won't do it, but give me Pirate Captain Kitty Pride. I think that'd be pretty cool, but I yeah, that's that's I don't think they would do that one either, but I would really that'd probably be like one of the coolest. I could see doing an alt sculpt for that. Like that would be like a good like Halloween alt sculpt. If they ever did anything like that. Well, <laughs> it would just be her Krakoa outfit. And yeah. uh, they have made reference to Krakoa recently in official material. I, I I am super excited about that. And that actually gives me some hope that we'll get something about X-Men over the mini extravaganza. But I, I, it's this super tinfoil hat. Um, I have a lot of tinfoil hat, hat theories going on with this mini extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, we were actually talking the other day in one of the fan servers on Discord about how it'd be really kind of cool, but probably overpowered if they did a Kakoan uh, affiliation. I want it so badly. I mean, it'd be, it'd probably be like, in my, I just say this, I love mutants, but it's like, like it'd probably be the best affiliation just because of the versatility. And I think it'd be more versatile than Avengers. Like it's a very hot take, <laughs> but oh, yes. I could, but it's like, you look at mutants and all the mutants are very, 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 very toolboxy characters Yeah, and being able to like run all of it and be affiliated. Like it's, it, it'd be amazing. I would love it. I, I would love a Krakoan affiliation. Let me play everything I play, but it all be affiliated. Yeah. And there are certain <laughs> Cohen outfits that I want to see. Yeah. Specifically, I love Jean Grey in her Cohen outfit, and we could get her an X Force finally. Yeah. I mean, it would be really cool because they did the '90s, so give us the modern. Yeah. Like, and then I, I'm down for that. And then let Beast commit all the war crimes. I, I keep saying this. I'm like people ask me who I want for an X Force leader, and I say Beast because Beast is such a savage as the X Force leader in the comics. Yeah, he's also. <laughs> I just want a fourth threat Beast that commits more war crimes, because that's well, all he does a... in the comics for the last ten years <laughs> was commit war crimes. Well, not not just that, but like 
he's a very smart tactician is what it comes down to, which is why I really want him to be the X-Force leader. Yeah. It's because it would bring a tactical leadership instead of just rerolling dice or killing or another killing type leadership. Give me something that's tactical. And for me, that's Beast. Beast is the, like the go-to choice. Yeah. And it, like, it could be such a cool model because this could be so much different than the Beast we already have. Um, and I just I love Beast, and he's such a savage in the comics right now. If anybody's not reading like any of the like modern X Force, oh my God, Beast is just absolute savage. Mm. <laughs> like, so he lost a couple screws. <laughs> uh, he has lost a couple screws across the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, and it's it's um, I'm I'm also I I have my drum that I've been beating about Jessica Jones as Defender Leader for a bit. Yeah. I, I don't know why they haven't done it yet because it's like it's, it's it'd so make obvious. that affiliation so much better. They just all the affiliations that have five threats really need a secondary leader so bad. And I really hope by the end of the year we have that. So, yeah, I, I hope so, too. Um, I will go out and defend Black Bolt as being like the exact level of five threat you need to have that that leadership because that leadership is bonkers. Yeah. Well, I, I have this argument. I, I keep saying argument, but I don't. I'm not like I'm not like loudly proclaiming any of this. I just say argument because it's easy to put in the mind frame. Um, but I think Black Bolt's great. Like he's basically cable. He just has range four instead of range five, and he has Pierce instead of incinerate, which is even yeah. better in my opinion. Um, but Black Bolt and Cable are very very similar. I like have... I think Black Bolt's great. Yeah. Recently, uh, Omnis has started playing. Uh... Inhumans at locals. Mm-hmm. They're scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if, like, that's like their, their biggest issue when you look at Inhumans. People go, well, Inhumans are bad. It's like, no, nobody's just explored them. Yeah. Like, people have to put in the time, explore, the, explore their affiliations. And this is like something that we see on Rogue Agents all the time. It's like, you want to play something, play it. Don't listen oh. to like content creators. <laughs> we say it all the time. Don't listen to content creators. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. play what you want. Play, play in humans, play X Force, play these affiliations that like the majority of people say is bad, and then find like what works for you in that team because it's all about having fun and enjoying the game. And that's what your podcast is about too, is like oh, yeah. how to make characters like anybody like playable. Like what do you do? Like and, and I it's even, great. I push again I, I push even further than you guys, I think. Um yeah. cause like one of my core mentalities as both as a content creator and just as a player of this game, is to challenge default ideas about the game. <laughs> like, You're not wrong. Uh, you definitely do. Because um, yeah. weren't you one of the first ones to start doing trap house um, type stuff? Oh, yes. With I was and, yeah. Well, I also did the Thanos Spider-Foes list before we even got the announcement of the second wave of Spider-Foes. Yeah. Which... That is a monster and a half at times. <laughs> I've never, I've, I've committed to Thanos once, and that was the the clapback X Force, and that absolutely performed. I, I love that list. Yes, but also now imagine giving four extra dice to Doc Ock's builder. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> um, no, I, I ran it. I remember you. I remember when you put out the article because I, I was I think I was looking at Spider Foes at the time too. Uh, trying to make them work. I love Green Goblin. I love the whole Rogues Gallery for Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. it's probably my secondary affiliation. I love the most. Um, 
And I remember reading that. And if it, like if it just didn't rely on Thanos, I probably would have played it a lot more. I just I back then I just hated playing Thanos. It's nothing against the character. I just I'm one of those people that I just don't like fault being a bandwagon. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also like was ahead of the Thanos train a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were definitely playing it back when, oh, Thanos like was like, oh, Thanos is bad. Black Order sucks. Back before Cookie and all of them came out that article that like, here's how you play Black Order. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. But also, it's like I've been, I've been one of like the bigger proponents of like weird, um, unaffiliated teams, too. Mm-hmm. It's like. Why do we need an affiliation? Why can't we have like a thematic ideal that all of our characters work towards that may be collectively stronger than any leadership could than the like uh concessions we would make to any leadership could make us? Well, it's like a lot of times you look at it and like sometimes taxes cards are stronger than leadership cards. Mm-hmm. So it's like you really like I think I think the biggest takeaway with that is people need to, I guess, take off the blinders and stop tunnel visioning themselves into, like, their roster construction and just, like, just play whatever you want. Like, oh, yeah. if you give a good idea about something, just follow it and see it through and play the game. That's I think probably are, the best thing I can say. Yeah, I think we're very close to a scary DNT list. <laughs> I can agree. <laughs> I think Supergiant in the back with... Uh, Supergiant with the Soul Gem in the back supporting a Loki... Um, who's in the middle of the board just seems terrifying to me. And then you just add Fury with Eye in the Sky and Gwen, and you well, just can't hit anybody. <laughs> so, no, the setup is uh, Rogue, Supergiant with Soul Gem, Loki with a gem. I'm leaning towards space, but you can go mind it, then either or. And Groot. And we're just taxing your power economy so much. And then when you try and do some, push or throw someone, we just say no. That's fair. So you <laughs> overpay. List you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you overpay by two, so you're spending five for your throw. And I just go, I'm going to spend two and say no. Yeah, that would be a <laughs> completely shut down any push and throw list. Yeah. But that is. A bit of meandering, as is commonplace on this show. So let me ask you, who did you bring today? Uh, we are bringing Colossus, yes. the forgotten child. <laughs> uh huh. Which I would not be surprised if he has a renaissance if the leaks get announced. The leaks get announced? Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would not be surprised. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if he'll go there, though. I wouldn't be surprised if they throw him, Magic, and Omega Red there. I mean, it'd be great for Omega. Yeah. That's for sure. I would be most surprised if Omega gets the snub there. Yeah. I just... Hmm. I don't, did, did Colossus... I don't, I don't remember. Did, like, Colossus never worked with them, though, did he? Occasionally, he's not been a consistent member. Yeah. Um, but I think the way that this game generalizes affiliations, I could see him getting in. That's fair. I yeah. It's I don't know. It's to be completely honest, 
affiliations, I, it's so hard to guess sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like we we were talking off air a little bit. I still 100% agree that or think that Omega Red should be an X Force. Um, I've actually messaged Pagani saying, "Why is this not a thing?" Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Did he get back? To because, you? um, he, he said he could not comment. Um, <laughs> that is a fair response. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't blame him at all. I just if if they are listening. Um, which I know Pagani likes to listen to podcasts and all of them do, but if they ever do listen to this and hear my pleas, just put Omega Red in X-Force. If you put a Sabretooth in X-Force, Omega Red could be in X-Force. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Cloth is the big tanky boy. The big tanky boy. The the people say is Old Cap, which I actually disagree. He's actually better than Old Cap in my opinion, but that's at the very least, he gives out stagger. He gives out stagger, and yeah, he doesn't have a range attack. And old cap needs to get power rolling, but like, if you're playing him how he's supposed to be played, and like how his card makes it seem he wants to be played, you don't need a range attack. He should be in the fight the entire game. And if you're doing a range attack, then how are you bodyguarding or being relevant? Which that is my biggest argument for Colossus is all you have to do is make him relevant. If my opponent is dealing with him by pushing him away or displacing him, then he is doing his job because now my people who are actually doing damage or doing scenario are able to do their job because they're not the ones being displaced. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Colossus. I've been playing a bunch of Colossus over the past few months. So yes. Um, so uh, let's start with the affiliation talk. Are there any affiliations that okay. jump out as places you want to talk put Colossus into? And of course, he is affiliated in Brotherhood of Mutants, Uncanny X-Men, and X-Force, so he will not be going any of those places today. He's also in Avengers, um, just so you know. <laughs> Isn't he? Is he not in Avengers? Oh my god, did no, I misread that? Oh my god, I sound like a dummy now. Oh. I was, I was like, I have Avengers, and then like I scroll down and I see Colossus without seeing the Brotherhood of Mutants. I'm a dummy. People don't listen to me. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's more of a uh, statement of Avengers being too big. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> like Deadpool can be Avengers, but um, Colossus can't. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brotherhood, X Force, X Men. That's it, right? Yep. Okay. So, are there any All places right. that jump out to you that you want to start off with? So I've been like trying to think about this for the past while <laughs> since I changed who we were going to be talking about. <laughs> so I was like, I want to talk Colossus. <laughs> um, and I've been trying to think about who who uh, who he goes with. And a lot of things I think about is like, what is like one of his biggest issues? And his biggest issues is probably his mobility and being like easily displaced. So who fixes mobility issues? Um, you could run Skull, which is okay, but I'm I, yeah, mm-hmm. um, like the biggest ones that jumped out to me was either Shield or Midnight Suns. I, I was going to bring up Shield, um, because I have been playing a bit of Shield recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shield can be very annoying, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I gave I gave Shield a good run for its money. My biggest issue with building Shield is like I just was, oh. For lack of better terms, I was very uninterested in them. I think they're a fun team. They're great to play. Something to look out for. But like, I just like the characters just don't speak to me the the way mutants do. 
Uh, I, I just I love minions too much. <laughs> I Agent Widow is my favorite character in this game. So yeah. any excuse to get her on the table. And also I was playing a team where I was putting Venom in shield. Yeah, Venom is amazing in shield. He's so annoying. <laughs> Giving Venom aggressive is very scary. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, which is where it's like you look at Colossus. It's like being able to give Colossus aggressive yes. is mm-hmm. very good. However, I started thinking deeper on that, and if Colossus needs aggressive, the likelihood of him actually getting hit is probably extremely low. So it probably doesn't actually work out the way I think it would, just because like your opponent has no reason to attack him to let him use that aggressive. Which is why I thought of Midnight Suns instead, because he's a medium base. The hop is great. He'll always have at least one power to do the hop. Um, so it's not a, as much movement, but it's still a decent amount of movement that can help him out. Yeah. Um, another one that I want to throw out that's a little weird, but this is me. Amazing Peter leadership. And slows out there so they can't run away from him? <laughs> yeah, and, and like make them equivalent to him bring everyone down to his level where he may be faster than them because medium base versus small base sir let me let me pull up peter i haven't looked at asm in a long time because i was burned (laughs) i've been playing a fair Uh, bit of amazing peter leadership um let's see once per turn during yeah once per turn during a character's activation it may pay one power and choose an enemy character within two. The chosen character gains the slow condition. If the chosen character already has the slow condition, place it within one of its current position and remove the slow condition. I think it's definitely interesting. I'll put him up there next to Blade. Because I think I'm... I like the idea of trying to do Midnight Suns. Because a lot of people really love Black Dwarf with Midnight Suns. Yeah. So maybe he could do something similar. Um, other things I have to bring up, just because I think uh-huh. they are good, and we like to give all the options at the start of the episode. Um, Absolutely. He's Kingpin. Yeah, I have him up here, too. <laughs> we like tanky boys and Kingpin. We do, we do. He's another tanky boy, I think, and he's he's going to be staying around a while. Mm-hmm. He's just great in general. Um, I think... My issue with Kingpin is Syndicate has a lot of slow players already mm-hmm. and bringing in another slow player makes it hard. This is like why like a lot of times Omega doesn't fit in my Syndicate list is because like it's so hard to get that slow player role on. If if you could fit maybe something like Lockjaw in there to help out with mobility, um, I could see it working really well. But as is, without teching for it, I think... I think Syndicate's a little rougher, but I think he's great in Syndicate as far as being that role player that sits on points and keeping your teams, uh, keeping the team alive. So, in a similar but slightly different vein, um, I think Sin Cabal. I think Sin Cabal's super interesting. I just, it's so hard to wrap my head around her leadership sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, <sighs> You get the uh, movement um, already from mm-hmm. 
you can splash Red Skull into Sinkable, and you're liking the leadership, and then you get the movement with Red Skull. Um, <laughs> and Colossus is a character that can go deep to potentially disrupt opposing points really safely. Yeah. Um, and then um, he is... Uh, it allows you to, um, buh, buh, buh. it's also because he's a character that is, uh, has more stamina on his injured side than his healthy side. He prefers Sinkable mm-hmm. leadership to the, uh, Kingpin leadership because he's more, he has more longevity on his injured side that that will be the state he will exist in for longer. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with that. Um, I can see that. I can see Sinkable working out pretty decently. It's. He's cheap, which helps out with his being four. Yes. Um, I don't necessarily think he really cares about the prio game as much, except for being able to, if he does get displaced, using that prio to get back in. Yeah. As well as her leadership. Mm-hmm. So I can see that working out pretty decently. And then the other one I want to think of, and this one's a weird one. Convocation. So I thought about Convocation, and then I was like, what is he actually doing for Convocation other than like being there to help when they get hit hard on the physical and they don't have books up? Um, right there, it's great. But other than that, I was like, what what, what else could he do? Because um, he doesn't care for books. He doesn't... Um, well, he's just he there does, to... Uh, he doesn't care for books, but he does care for at least half of the leadership. Yeah, the bump. Yeah. <laughs> um, he likes the movement provided to him by the mixture of uh, Strange, Supreme, and Clear. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, I think, for certain characters, he provides um, protection from energy attacks on the book's turn. It's true. Because he just bodyguards it away. I think that's the... Uh... Mm-hmm. The biggest sell away from that one. It's definitely interesting. I don't know. I, it's it's so weird to like think of like where to start. Like, it's definitely like I think it definitely needs to be something that provides him with movement because mm-hmm. it's easier to use the leadership for movement over the um, like tactics or yeah. other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I'd say thinking of something movement wise is probably his best. So sadly, ASM's out. I think ASM is interesting, but I think it's definitely Midnight Suns, Sin, or Convo. Mm-hmm. I think those are the biggest ones for him that he'd actually perform well in. Yeah. Um, Convocation's really cool because of the flexibility of leadership. You're not really like, hey, Strange is not the leader, or he can be. So I'm not worried about it being five threat. I have the flexibility to change it to whatever I need it to be. So that's always nice. And like you mentioned, you get a bunch of teleports going on to be able to get him exactly where he needs to be. And I think an important thing that he is bringing to Convocation, that Convocation doesn't innately have, is he has a throw. He does, yeah. Which is something that Convocation doesn't really have in affiliation. Yeah, that's true. They don't... Oh, Strange doesn't throw... Do they have anybody that actually throws? Like, anybody at all? 
Voodoo. They got Voodoo. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Ah, that's just like X-Force. <laughs> <laughs> no, no throws, no pushes. They have a lot of pushes. Just no sweats. Yeah. Oh, um, I think I, I kind of want to lean down this Midnight Suns route because I started thinking about it and I can get out of my head. So I feel like let's go Midnight Suns. Okay, so let's first off get Blade in there as he is our leader. Then who is your next Midnight Sun? Okay. Um, I think I love Moon Knight. So Moon Knight to me is an auto include for Midnight Suns. He's cheap and he is just generally an all around all star. Mm-hmm. Um, I think OG Strange, because that's your only option, is good because yeah, you're looking at four four five at that point, so that's what thirteen. Um, I don't math very well sometimes. But, I mean, right there, you could run Blade, Colossus, Doctor Strange, and Moon Knight at 16, which really doesn't seem that terrible. No, um, you're lacking, like, it's not, yeah, not terrible at all. And then, like, like from playing X-Force so much, Cable boosting Colossus, making him six dice against physical is just insane. Yeah. Um, he well, is, He's already hard to kill. Yeah, and you can do the chain boosting. Yeah. Where? Yeah, it's where he boosts he boosts himself and then strange boosts him to where he's rolling eight dice yeah. for physical. Uh-huh. I don't know how often you actually do that because unless you're just absolutely trying to survive. That that is it's, it's crazy. They, that is when the Helios laser targets someone in Colossus body yeah. starts it. <laughs> I, I will say to anybody who has not played Colossus yet, it's it's super fun to link the blocks like that. Uh-huh. But be sure that you don't absolutely need power on him and he's not like full health. Otherwise, you're just wasting power from Strange or Cable or even himself. Um, mm-hmm. Because you want to generate some power and the best way to generate power for him is by being hit. Yeah, the so. other time I can see it because he is a size 3 character is if a Red Skull is trying to unleash the cube in him because the throw trigger is yeah. on damage. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's... <laughs> being able to stop teams like that is great people underestimate that spender so much uh, nobody sees Red Skull anymore like it's it's a very underplayed thing in my opinion yeah I did an entire article on how he's actually kind of good <laughs> yeah Red Skull's great he needs to come back out people need to play Cabal more not me because I'm terrible at Cabal but... <laughs> oh, I, was, I did an article on out of affiliation Red Skull yeah that's fair I think I think Red School is just one of those people. I mean, we go completely on tangent again. Um, <laughs> of course, but... that's the show in a nutshell. <laughs> Red School is great, but I think he suffers a lot of like stigma from like the early days of where you didn't really splash other leaders yeah. as much back like when MCP first started. Like it's kind of funny to look back at. I mean, still even today, like leaders aren't splashed as often as like other characters. They're still great, mm-hmm. but they kind of like, lose like a, they, they kind of gain a stigma. Like that's a leader. Like I'm not going to affiliated. Why do I want to splash that character? Um, another one of those tunnel vision things that people, myself included, get kind of thrown down is like why like red school is great as a secondary i've actually been looking at trying to find places for blade because i just love the model and i think he's a great character and he's underrated as well well bleed synergy dot deck is an option yeah (laughs) i I guess going down x-force again uh but looking at blade and x-force too just because like there's already so much bleed in the affiliation um 
and kind of splashing with Midnight Suns might actually be pretty decent for your side flex, especially for lower threats. Yeah, I just I want bleed dot list to get at least one more person so Drax and <laughs> Hella have someone something to do. Well, the issue with that is like you're so spread about across like your major bleed characters, like none of them are really linked together in affiliation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have been playing Drax also in S.H.I.E.L.D., and that can also be super annoying. Yeah. Oh, I think Drax is great. I get Drax. aggressive and get angry at you. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I like Blade. I, keep, I see him here, and I'm just like, man, I want to play Blade again. I miss playing him. Mm-hmm. I might actually try to get back to that X-Force Midnight Suns list sometime. But anyways, um, maybe this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, who is next up on your list? Um, I think Juan, because I think Juan is actually amazing in Midnight Suns, whether people believe it or not, as well as being able to heal Colossus to keep him going yeah. um, when he does take that damage is actually pretty huge. And being able to pass the power to him round one so he has his bodyguard available round one is amazing. Um, I was running it for a while, and I think Juan and Colossus is actually a really good pair, and for six threat, it's definitely worth it. So I want to suggest a seven threat pairing, one out of affiliation character that does something very similar but much more powerfully. Okay. Which is Colossus and Hood. Okay. Uh, I love it, so I'm not opposed to that at all. Because uh, black arts heal three damage and give, then give the character bleed. Guess what Colossus is immune to? Uh, Maybe this bleed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see I can see Hood. I think we do need to take one, though, just for oh, Ross. Yeah, so I, I'm with you there, yeah. but I also think like, okay. <laughs> as out of affiliation splashes go. I think Hood is something to look at. Because also, like, you can also use Colossus to take the Mystic attacks away from uh, Hood on his Possessed side. So that Mm -hmm. Possessed Hood can get actual damage out before he turns back. Yeah. No, that's completely fair. I like it. I like Hood a lot. Um, So he he fits in here nicely for me, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say... I want to do Black Cat instead of Voodoo. Because in my opinion, I think Midnight Suns, you look at one over the other. My biggest thing for this, and people might call me crazy, but having two characters being able to apply Stagger um, is pretty big. And Cat does it so reliably. Mm -hmm. um, She does it very reliably. Um, uh, I think she's great. Um, And she's really really here for the, the, the Stagger more so than the Steel game. Omnis has been playing Black Cat in Inhumans, mm-hmm. who can set up a turn one Black Cat steal. Um, mm-hmm. And then just immediately give her power to uh, stagger turn round two and stagger round three. Well, All the fun thing is. <laughs> The, the the fun thing is it's not as reliable as in humans because it has pass power on like candy. Uh-huh. But like Juan and R and D, you're yeah. able to enable a turn one steal for a cat if you really need to with this list. Well, so more importantly, I think than um the power movement mm-hmm. is that you also get the lockjaw place on black cat so you can one move up, steal yeah. move back. Which we that, do that not is have. true. You got bump. 
so that costs the power and then means we can't steal anything. Yeah, you don't have... <laughs> True. True. Maybe Lockjaw comes in here. <laughs> uh, I don't think Lockjaw is good in, in Midnight Suns. No, I, I completely agree. It's completely, completely facetious. Um, um, but one thing that I am a huge fan of is they have Siege, and I really yeah. kind of want to abuse Siege. So I think we probably need at least one more actually affiliated character, because right now we have Blade, Moon Knight, Strange, Wan, and Cat. Um, so I kind of feel like having Iron Fist yep. is probably the best go-to here, because Heroes for Hire as well, which is always a really good card. Um, and he could do some pretty good things with Siege. Um, but yeah, uh, blame, blame. but yeah, no, uh, we were talking before the cast about my most wanted mm. list. Yep. Um, and I do want to remind people that we need Elsa Bloodstone in this game. <laughs> She'd be great. She'd be great. She needs to be in humans. All right. In humans, but that sounds, you got me thinking yes. in humans now. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh no. In humans wise, we need Daisy Johnson. That's fair. Just because I, I would not, I would not be surprised if we get a Coulson Quake Pack as shield support with a little bit of side in human support. I mean, if we want to talk potential um, mini extravaganza things, I could actually see that potentially being shown, just because yeah. of the fact that like there, there's no way they're painting Fury again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I. It'd be really cool if they do their whole shield painting day and they start painting up a Coulson or a Quake. I'd be 100% down with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. The the other ones I could see it being, um, I could see it being, um, God, what's the, uh, Jessica Drew. Yeah. That's another big possibility in my brain. That's fair. Though I am sad we are not going to get a Maria Hill character. We just have a Maria Hill grunt. I heard people talking about like one thing that they want to do is um, basically get a Maria Hill model and play it like Fury because you could easily do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was thinking like a three-set threat tactical support character would be really interesting. Yeah, I could, I could see that. But yeah. Um, so, are we capped out on how many Midnight Suns we want? Um, I think so. We got Blade, Moon Knight, Strange, Wan, Cat, and Iron Fist. So I think we have a good spread for Siege, um, and can easily make affiliation whichever way we go. Yes. So I want to talk about a flavor of the month that I think would be interesting alongside Colossus and also doesn't mind Bump. Okay. Space Ma. <laughs> oh, everybody's I have. Oh my goodness, I've heard so much about Space Ma lately. I I have too, which is why I'm kind of bringing him up. He may not be the right fit for this list, but I do want to. The just the interaction between Mind Over Matter and Bodyguard is very yeah. funny. No, I could I could see it. Um, and Space Ma is a solid character. Yeah. My worry with it is if you're trying to jam Colossus and you have Blade, you're at 8 threat. At Space Mall, you're at 14. Yeah. And then you so still run very. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured that I, would be the case, but I wanted to bring it up. 
I would have pushed no, much more fair. heavily if we were in Convocation. Yeah, absolutely, because he's amazing in Convocation. <laughs> Space Maw Convocation with Colossus support. Because also, Space Maw can just move Colossus around. True, which helps out a lot. Which, we have a lot of Mystic in here. One, two, eh, not really three, but a quarter of it. I was going to say, we could probably throw in Space Loki for cheaper and be able to use the gem. Mm -hmm. Which isn't terrible, but is it necessary? I don't I don't really think so. Maybe, maybe not. Um Yeah. I think I think something we want to look to though is maybe adding some more bleed generation here. Yeah. And somebody who I think is really good at generating bleed for blade and can use the bump pretty well is twenty three. Yeah. Not not the one that jumped to my head. <laughs> well, uh, the other option is Wolverine, but then we're running really four heavy at that point. Well, uh, that wasn't my option either. <laughs> okay, what, what what do you what do you got, Bucky? <laughs> yeah, Bucky. <laughs> Bucky's uh, great. Yeah, Bucky's great. Um, bump getting you into range five, um, or bumping into Hydro Attack is just is a lot of movement. Or even just one passing the power to Bucky, then he can hide our tactics round one. Yeah. So not even not even have to move and then be able to shoot. Um, and then he has two, Bucky's... he has like one point seven five chances at bleed, uh, attack yeah. and action. No, he's he's really solid. I I've been playing a lot of Bucky. <laughs> um, I guess that's, that's why I don't think of him is because I've been playing him too much lately. A hundred percent fair. That that can be a condition sometimes. Um, it's just when you're too focused in on a character, sometimes you just go, I want to do something else. Well, maybe something we can look to. We don't really need it because we got a bunch of Midnight Suns here, but Taskmaster also puts out bleed. Yeah. And he also likes the bump. And he's also super tanky. And it kind of makes this list actually kind of survivable because you got Colossus, you got Heroes for Hire... You got strange shields. You throw Taskmaster in there too. Then, then you have more defensive. But and he puts up bleed. It's actually kind of interesting. Which hmm. I love Taskmaster. I love trying to fit him in places because he's just really, really fun. Yeah, he is. Uh, and also with a lot of people playing, a lot of people playing scoundrels lately. His shield throws way better than a lot of people make it, as well as his mnemonic technique. Yes. Like. You know what? Let's let's do this. Let's instead of Bucky, let's do Taskmaster. Yeah, one hundred percent fair. Let's let's do that. I, I actually like that. I I love playing Taskmaster when I can find a reason to. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I want to uh talk about a character, a new character. <laughs> the OP. <laughs> not maybe not uh super giant. No, that's that's who I'm talking of. Really? I, I'm 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 very high on Super Giant. I don't care what anybody says. Um, not being able to push Colossus for three threat, she's a great pairing with him. Um, yeah, and then he can prevent her from getting physical attacks, so she can keep on objective tokens better. Yep. Like I'm 100% putting her in here, in my opinion. Um, she's also like like her in Minute Suns is actually kind of neat too. Uh, she's not really necessarily doing any bleed. But, like, being able to 
keep you set up is nice. And I think a lot of times, like when I was playing Midnight Suns in the past, is them being displaced really hurts them a lot. Like, yeah. yes, they have the bump to help out, but the bump can only help you so much. It's only range one versus a short move a lot of times. So, and her being able to keep them in position for like a super stellar siege turn that you have set up is pretty good. Um, but the big question is, are we putting soul on her or not? So my big question actually is, do we want both short movers? Uh, when they can stay close together. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't. So, so I hear this here. I have an argument for this. Um, I really do. Um, people say super giant would be great or okay. If she wasn't a small base short move. Um, my thing is, is what about her card tells you that she needs a medium move? Yeah. Like she doesn't like, she's got a range three misc attack. With a bump and a short move, that's almost as good as a medium move because you got to you have to take into account the the base on both on both ends. Yeah. Um. So it kind of makes up for the short move. Um. Two, she really doesn't want to be getting up in there. And if you run her next to Colossus, as long as he's able to bodyguard, you don't have to worry about her getting sniped off the table by an energy blast. Um. I, I really like running Super Giant with Colossus, actually. Believe it or okay. not. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm for it. I'm actually 100% for it. Then the other question is, who do we put the soul gem on? I guess you have strange too. Um, I think super giant uses it better. Strange has strange has his like shields. So he really doesn't have an issue generating power. Um, mm -hmm. he does like it to be able to get more healing off, which is nice. But I think bringing him in at six threat makes it very hard versus her at four threat becomes a little bit easier to yeah. actually be able to use the soul gem. Um, but I, I'd, I'd almost argue you really don't necessarily need it uh, because she's also got her ability. Yep. That is really good. Um, anybody rolling crits within range three of her? I wish it was range four, but range three is still pretty decent. Um, and if she's like trying to stake around Colossus, like, it's it's decent. I, I I don't know. I, I I'm towing on the lines of not even taking it just to keep her at the three threat yeah, and keeping strength at five threat. Uh -huh. Yeah. So um, I do want to bring up, and I have mentioned this in a Discord server. Probably the week after she comes out, I'm going to be playing Super Giant Wakanda, just trying to reroll my way into that devastating intellect trigger. I'm surprised you're not trying um, Convocation for Plants of Dock because I think that's more likely to pull it off. Um, well, no, the original comment was um, I wanted to do a Supergiant Shuri Zemo team. Mm -hmm. And then someone went, oh, you just add Black Panther and Akoya and you have a really kind of annoying uh, Gamma list. That's not bad. Yeah, you got four... 7, 10, 13. Yeah. No, that could easily work. Um, and then you get a Quay to Bodyguard for Supergiant against those physical attacks so she can actually play the extract game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Supreme Control to allow you to win um, Gamma even if you are... Uh, at least stay on the gamma and not lose it, even if you did win priority and have to go first. 
Yeah. It's just like, it's like, ooh, ho, ho. Yeah, and I think that's just with all the really interesting. All of those give you're probably going to end up with one or more crits in most rolls. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. Yeah, no, I, I like Super Giant. I think, I think he's being completely underrated by the community. Um, people need to try her out. One hundred percent. I think Wakanda is actually really neat for her. I like that a lot. Yeah, because it's like. How do you beat the other control matchups by playing a character that says no to their control? Absolutely. But yeah, so we have our 10 characters right here. So let's talk about Secures. Secures. Okay, so Finger Guns has me on this whole mindset that I can't get out of. And that's you build every single roster off of 14, 15, 16. <laughs> um, and then you kind of expand from there. Like you see what you can play at 14, 15, 16. And then you kind of um, branch out like, okay, well, 14 sword isn't going to work for this list. So let's go ahead and put in something else. Um, but that's like, it's a great starting point because it really lets you know where your weak points are, especially with like that 14 sword. Because a lot of teams don't like 14 sword or 14 senators for that matter. So being able to make sure your list is good at 14 is something that comes into a lot of consideration for me nowadays. Yep. So um, just looking at our... Um, we have accidentally dual-affiliated this list. We have, which is kind of funny. So we have two options. Uh, kind, kind of two big idea options for 14. is We have Blade Colossus... And then two of our three threats from um, Midnight uh, from Midnight Suns, either Moon Knight, Black Cat, Iron Fist, or Taskmaster, which is not like the best sword team, but not bad either. I don't think. I can agree. And then I think we actually have the much more interesting. Strange Colossus Iron Fist Wong team. I think that's definitely more interesting. It's super survivable. The issue I see is does this actually impact sword at all? And that's that's such an issue with four threats and five threat leaders. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I'd almost argue let me let me see real quick. Do, do, do. No, Colossus makes that weird. Yeah, no. It's, hmm. Hmm. I kind of like the Blade one more, to be honest, but I don't think that's bad. Yeah. At at Sword. Um, I think I'd actually prefer to play this on Sword just because the only issue is you don't really have a lot of displacement, which is where Strange is really nice. Which makes Taskmaster slots seem a little, yeah, eh. Uh huh. But hmm. Yeah, I think I yeah, think I, Taskmaster could easily transform into someone else. Lizard does bleed, doesn't he? But you kind of need a you need another three threat though. That's she, um, Midnight Suns, which we don't have one. Well, no, 
it's it's I think we're good on the Midnight Suns amount of threes. Yeah. We have every three Midnight Suns offered. I'm more yeah. looking at a 15 is rather awkward, so we may want to shift the point value of um Taskmaster. That's fair. Um, like maybe bring in another two. Maybe. I I personally do not like putting two twos on the table, but that is I don't either. just me. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of it just because it's, it's you lose a lot of value. You they have value, but it's not where you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, I could see it being a four. We you know what? Let's let's just go for it and let's make Taskmaster Wolverine and throw in fastball special. <laughs> I will not complain about that. Actually, that works very well for us in a weird way. Just going through and moving my stuff. Because you can go Blade, Colossus, Wolverine. No, you can't. You can't do that. You can do. That. You can do. We can do Why is, yeah. at fifteen a very interesting gamma team that I actually kind of like. Blade. No. No. Oh, going with leaderless. No, Doctor Strange, Colossus, Wong, Wolverine. Okay, you got the pushes, you got the fastball special. Um, you got the healing onto Colossus. Uh, Ooh, Wolverine's defenders too, isn't he? Yeah, he is, which makes it affiliated. Huh. So we got Midnight Suns defenders. Hmm. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. And yeah, Strange can help control. A pile of options. So I could see us dropping sword, but I think in hindsight, if anybody tries to run this list, they need to figure out what the sword game is. It might be leaderless, or it's just it's probably just not playing Colossus, um, and it probably be fine. Yeah, but we're we're looking at we're, we're focusing on Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm I'm 100% I'm good with Gamma. I think Gamma's good. Yeah. Um, I like that list a lot actually. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Gamma. Okay. And then All at right. 16. We get, I think, a very annoying. Um, let me remember what my sixteens are. Uh, cosmic. Uh, um, I w- I had a thing in mind. Cosmic portal. Um, yeah, cosmic portal, and you got researcher. A research station. Yeah. Uh, that was the one I was trying to think of. I was looking at the wrong list. Um. Because we have this team of Blade Colossus, uh, Black, uh, either Black Hat or Iron Fist, Wong, and Supergiant. I could dig that. Yeah, I could dig that on Researcher. Just, I think Colossus Supergiant would be so annoying on a Researcher. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like, that's playing him. That's one of his biggest scenes. Is people try to push him off a of researcher, then it upsets the fastball special. Because um, I play, I play Colossus Wolverine a lot. Um, yeah. and Wolverine's also adding bleed to blade, which is nice. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I, I like this. I like research. I can be down with researcher going here. I was hope hoping to get researcher, um, but we can get it. I like it. Um, 
I think something that I think Midnight Suns, if we want to look at Midnight Suns and Colossus, I don't like typically playing Colossus on D's, but I think Midnight Suns can actually pull it off with them. Yeah. Just because like in my opinion, Midnight Suns is a very cagey team. They want to like stay back as long as possible. And on a D you can do that a lot. Just like maintain your quadrant and make your opponent come to you. Yeah. Um, and then use your runners to go and get it. So like maybe something like spider portals might actually be pretty decent. They don't mind it. Like they're not the best at it by any means, but um, I don't mind spider portals. It's a decent point value being 18. So you can run blade, Colossus, fist, moon Knight, And, uh, Oh, you got four more points. Maybe 17 is what I'm thinking of. So maybe Extremis wouldn't be bad. Yeah, Extremis is... I think Extremis is very good. Colossus gets more out of healing than most characters. And you get either a Blade Colossus, Black Cat, Iron Fist, Supergiant team, which seems annoying. Yeah. Um, You can go the full uh, Blade, Colossus, Moon Knight, uh, Black Cat, Iron Fist, and just go full Midnight Suns plus Colossus. Or, if you want to, depending on your opponent, you can fastball special them at 17. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'd get down with riots. I think 17 is probably a good threat, and it keeps it keeps it low. Keeps, keeps the big boys from coming out too much. Which brings into question, should we throw in Infinity Formula or Meteors for the last one? I think Meteors isn't terrible, because it allows you to play KG for the first like couple activations and then you're one move and attack away from at least somebody later yeah. in the first round. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of like meteors. Yeah, that is certainly an option. Um, I'm just doing some thinking. I think we also wouldn't mind bumping up to a um, mutant madman. Oh, I always love mutant madman. I think everybody loves mutant madman these days. You have a lot of physical defense going on in here. You're likely to keep the points, um, and it still lets you play a KG game. So I'm, I, I can get down with being Madmen. I'm, I'm happy with Gamma Riots and Madmen. I, I'm, I'm doing a cursory glance. I could go either way on Madman versus, uh, um, Origin Bombs. So I think if we wanted to get Origin Bombs in there, I think it probably replaces Riots more so than Madmen. Because okay. the cool thing about Madmen is with a bump, Colossus should be able to get to your opponent's B. Um, yeah. I'd have to look at it, but I think it's cl- it's either close or it's right in. Mm-hmm. So barring terrain, of course. So like between a bump and a double move, he might be able to get onto an opponent's B. Well, uh, yeah, he hundred percent should be able to because you don't need a bump with perfect terrain. Yeah. Because I remember uh, uh, when Mutant Madman first came out, came out uh, Peepa, uh, an Asgard player, did Hella. Uh, walk forward, flip one point, walk over to your point, flip the other one, just barely. Yeah. So Bump just gives you a lot more ease of room. So when the train does do it. Mm-hmm. Let's see... No, I have to measure this out because I'm super curious. Oh, wait, no. Hell is a medium move, so that might be different. Oh, uh, yeah. And Colossus Let's is see. E- With the bump. 
I think with the bump, he's still out. Okay. But I still think it's a good play. I, I still think it's a good game for us because I can easily see Colossus pushing for a turn two to get it. Yeah, turn two we can easily push. And if you're taking Wolverine two at that time, you have a very aggressive um, flank. Yeah. Um, fastball special onto their point, flip their point. Ooh, one second. I need to read fastball special quickly. Uh, biggest thing about fastball is you cannot throw through Colossus. Yeah. But it only costs one. And it's a straight up media move for Wolverine, which is amazing. So that can actually, you can double move Colossus out early. Mm -hmm. um, and like, you would do this with an advanced R&D play. Um, move Wolverine up, so he's within range. Fastball special him forward, and then he can get on their back point turn one and flip. Yeah. Um, or what I like to do is you move Colossus up to like the backside of like let's say the B, and then um, oh wait no I'm, I'm thinking of X Men plays. <laughs> sorry, sorry. X Men plays is great because he just hops over Colossus over that uh, B, and then you can fastball Wolverine. Then he has two actions still, and he's yeah. like on the point, essentially. It's great. Um, anyways, sorry, X-Men. Yeah. Um, what about us extract? We have Research Station. What else do we, we got want? Researcher. Um, well, I think... Oh... Well, we have cat, so I think running squirrels wouldn't be that bad. It's that seventeen threat, which I think we like seventeen threat. Um, well, and also we have an option uh, at seventeen. One second, let me to run both cat, cat, and super giant at seventeen. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Which suddenly makes, and since that is, once it's found, a civilian. Is it a civilian before it flips? Um, It is, I believe. Last step. Scrolls. No, yeah, it's a civilian before it flips, so. So you can, like, range two or range three attempt to flip it with Supergiant if you just have the excess power and you're activating her late. And that can get the scroll into the back line super quickly, randomly. Yeah, if she rolls really good, you could absolutely do that. You could even do it round one if you got one. You can't have one at that point, but 19, you throw a one in there, you just pass the power over, or even R&D, you could do it round one probably with a short move and getting range three if you can somehow manage to get three power on her, absolutely. Yeah, well, and you also have... Uh, if you're doing if you're doing other flip effect, uh, um, so I don't know about round one, but round two, if she is, uh, if other if she is within range three of a point and they try and flip it, if they get yeah. it, she gets a power. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I think I think that'd be cool. Yeah, let's do let's do scrolls. That makes you kind of want to do Greek War as well from the same concept. 
it doesn't work quite as well with Quicor because it's an asset, not a civilian. But she still gets the power gen yeah. off of it, which is really nice for her. Um, and then 20 thread could be really fun because you just add another three to that list. Yeah. And you're still getting cat. You're still being obnoxious. Um, I think another option to look at, though, would be... Oh, I just had it. Um, oh... Cubes is kind of interesting because you have Wolverine. Yes. Um, and Wolverine's great at cubes. Not my favorite cube general. carrier, but up there. Yeah. My, my biggest thing with it is like he doesn't mind holding two, and it makes yeah. him do whatever he wants every single round he's holding two. So. Well, my favorite cube carrier is Sabretooth because I prefer the yeah. long move over the extra cube. Yeah, and that and Sabretooth can grab two round one. Yes. If he can get two power. I will say the thing I would be least surprised to change fundamentally about this game is there to be a change in crisis management. Yeah. I could see that. Just because of how few crises we have seen over the last year. Yeah. I think we've uh, seen I, three in the last year. Yeah, my I have a I actually have a big tinfoil hat on crises, actually. Um I, I guess we got time. Why, why not? Why not? <laughs> Another tangent. Um, so my biggest think of what Mini Extravaganza is going to come out with is announcing a Crisis card pack because they were not included in the card pack 2022. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen that. We, we're down extracts, like what um, down to 9 or 10, um, where Secures are at like 14 or something like that. I can't remember the numbers now. But we're, we're really low on extracts. A lot yeah. of people say... 10 extracts. Also, the yeah. last extract we've had was a year ago. Yeah. So it's like, we need we definitely need extracts. Um, some of the extracts probably need to be reworked. Because if you think about it, about 75% of the extracts... Or it's not extracts, but crises in general were designed before the game was even released. Yes. Um, if you really think about it. And I talk to people about this all the time to where like they say, well, this model, this model or this crisis, well, like the designers had an intent of the game and players go and completely change what that intent was into a reality. So now that the developers have had time to go through and actually see how players play and how things get used, it's going to change how these crises were intended to be played to how they actually end up getting played. Um, so I, I definitely think like a crisis rework would be amazing for the game. And this is like a perfect time to do it because it wasn't in the card pack at all. Uh-huh. So I could absolutely see them announcing a special crisis card pack. Um, that is my big tinfoil hat for mini extravaganza. And then I've also, we, we have heard rumblings about rotation and I'm guessing we're going yeah. to hear something about rotation at mini extravaganza more distinctly. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I'm I'm curious to see what happens with Crises. I, I really hope we see something new for Crises. Mm-hmm. At least something. But, but for my... those of you at home, uh, today, because we are releasing on the first day of Mini Stravaganza, um, you can, we'll be able to download, what is it, the Renewal of Vows? Print and play missions? Yeah. Yeah, the, what, the Mystique thing? Yes, I'm I am really so excited, excited to see that. Yeah. No, it's it's super. It looks super. Their their events they've been running over these mini extravaganza events have all been super fun. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't noticed, 
there's at least one of the missions that ends up coming into the game. Yes. Um, because Intrusions was from the first mini extravaganza. It was slightly different. It was slightly different, but it's very similar. Um, I think there's another one, but I can't. I think Legacy Virus was that one. I don't know. So it's I. Uh, so I have played because they released the Infinity Crisis ones as a yeah. print and play, uh, as a pack. Yeah. I can't find the Civil War one. Yeah, and I I don't remember what missions that one had. That was yeah. forever ago now. Again, <laughs> if someone had the PDFs for the Civil War event, I would love to have them. And then Impure Cool, I think, is too new for it to have converted into anything yet. Um, yeah. But I think there are some really cool ideas that I do want to see in official crises, like the extract that resets onto the board next to a secure each turn. Yeah. I I would love a resetting capture the flag. Like, make herbs a resetting capture the flag. That would be amazing. Um, but not like res- it automatically resets. It resets when you cap it. Which would be super cool, um, and I think it would be a much better herb game than what it is. I do um, like like the fundamental idea of herbs. I think is great, yeah. and I would hate for us not to have any other A's because I think it is such an interesting game mode. Yeah, I think A just lends itself so much to like a capture the flag style gameplay. Um, well, I I have also worked on an A secure. Yeah. Um, which I need to put down on paper and get out on the custom card section of the Morlocks Discord. Um, but the basic idea is it is inspired by the Hellfire Gala, and it is mm-hmm. the the capture points are party guests, and when a character secu- uh, contesting a party guest gets attacked, the attacker gets to move the party guest, and it's. It becomes this, like, where stealth only becomes really powerful and stuff like that. And, like, displacement suddenly has a very different effect on the game because everything is sort of displacement. Yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. I I love A-Shape. I, I want to see another one, too. Yeah. I really do. Um. Uh. But yes, I do many custom stuff. If you want to join the Morlocks Discord server and check it out, uh, please join the Patreon at patreon.com slash LexaWhite. Um, but yes, so we still have one more that we're kind of <laughs> talking about. Um, We talked a little bit about cubes, I think. At one point, I think we do have a team that's solid at cubes. Um, I mean, we can do, like, a Colossus, Wolverine, Doctor Strange, and someone else team. Yeah. That is just super tanky at cubes. Um, I don't know. I, I really kind of like the alien ship, because it's like, we have Cat. Yeah. Um, 20 Threat's always fun. Mm-hmm. And the whole super giant abuse thing. I think I think I want to stick with alien ship. Now we're back. We're finally on to tactics cards. So, of course, we got fastball okay. special in there. Are there and, any of other... course, siege. Siege. One, two. I'm first checking, double checking if there are any other Colossus cards that we need to be aware of, and no. Yeah. 
but Siege of Darkness. And then, how do you feel about bats? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's really fallen out of something that like you really like need to take with Midnight Suns. I don't really think it's like a super standout card. If if unaffiliated could use it, I think it's great. But the fact that it's like Midnight Suns only, it makes it kind of rough. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we're I think we're, I, don't, I don't think we need. It. I think we're better off looking for um our, our restricted and other cards. Mm-hmm. Um, which one I would highly recommend since we're taking Wolverine and Colossus here. We definitely want Brace. Um, and I would say med pack just to double down on healing over field dressing. Very fair. Um, now, uh, do we have any other character specific cards we want to look at? I think we want to be looking at Heroes for Hire. Yep, we want Heroes for Hire for sure. And I think that's the only character specific card we care about. Um. Yeah, I think that's it for the hero specific ones. Yeah, because I don't think we want um, Cinnabons. No, I don't think we need that. Um, And then I want to check something. Give me a second just so I can pitch one of my favorite weird cards. Ah, yes. Uh, We could do vapors but i don't think that's the direction you want to go even though i love it dearly um i think it's a good card but i don't think it's especially when you can make it work but i don't think it really works here in this because we don't really play strange a lot in our building yeah so it's it's i find vapors really good if you have a character that is diving deep Mm mm-hmm you can vapors them and then go with strange early. Yeah. And then have them survive. Oh, that's completely fair. Mm-hmm. But I um. Mm, so that leaves us I, five more tactic slots. I think Indom is great when you're playing Colossus for the time that like he's he needs to stop the throw. It also helps out with him not being thrown into a character to take four damage off of a throw. Um, I I also wouldn't be surprised within the next couple of days we get a banning restricted that restricts Indom. I I don't know if it will be, but I can see it. I I can see the argument for it, but I don't think it's as egregious as a lot of people expected it to be. Yeah. Um. um I also want to pitch sacrifice just because Colossus should always have one power on him at least. So if you can't bodyguard, you get sacrifice to him. And maybe get the power to bodyguard another attack. Yep, sacrifice. Sacrifice. We've hit no, like, spicy stuff yet. <laughs> Completely fair. Um, I guess I like, I like, I like movement cards a lot. Um, so I want to quickly just bring up one of my favorite cards in the game um, <laughs> that you've heard me bang on about for a long time, Marked for Death. I love Marker Death. I um I've been arguing for a long time that Mark for Death needs to be a staple for a lot of people because they have issues dealing with spiders and stealth and all that. And now that Hulk is so prevalent, it's great into Hulk. Um and, or anybody re rolling. 
also into Black Panther. My God. Yeah. Does making Black Panther short just ruin his day? That's the thing that like I, I typically forget that it's on the card that it makes him short as well. So yeah. I'm I'm one hundred percent down for Mark for Death. Mm-hmm. Uh what else do we want in here? Oh. So, out of curiosity, the answer is probably no, but out of curiosity, are we a face me team? Um, I don't think this is a face me team. It's not terrible, actually. Like, Wolverine doesn't mind playing it. Uh, Colossus definitely doesn't mind playing it, because if they do attack him, it helps him get power. Um... But he'd almost rather just keep the power instead of playing the card. Mm-hmm. So I think I think not just because of that. The one thing it does do though is it opens up different lines, especially if like trying to set up a siege turn and you have a key character that you want to hit. You could do face me and then set up a siege off of it, which could be interesting. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I want to bring up, just because we have very little actual displacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, is battle lust? Um, yeah, this was the one I am hovering over actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> so battle lust, I think, is actually really good for Colossus because people argue that he needs a push. Um, granted, you're paying three power three, for that power. Four, four. You're paying the same power um, that you would for the throw. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, but Wolverine also really likes it because he's only paying two. Because his thiocene is only on pushes and throws. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% for battle lust. I think it helps with displacements, and we don't have a lot. So I think it's good. Um, What else? We've got, we've got one more. Oh, do we want to put R&D in here? Yeah, we can put R&D in here. Now, the important question. Which art of R&D? Um, the one with Beast on it. Okay. I will take that answer, though personally I prefer the promo Domain of Dread Dormammu art. That's completely fair, but I'm a, a mutant fan boy, and if I can have the one with Beast, I'll just want Beast. <laughs> Very fair. So that is a full list. Yeah. Um. So as a quick reminder for those at home, our final list is Colossus, Blade, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, Wong, Hood, Black Cat, Iron Fist, Supergiant, and Wolverine. With Fastball Special, Siege of Darkness, Breathe Impact, Med Pack, Heroes for Hire, Indomitable, Sacrifice, Mark for Death, Battle Lust, and Advanced R&D. For Secures, we have Gamma Wave Sweep Across the Midwest, Riot Spark Over Extremist 3.0, Mutant Madman Turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park, and then for Extracts, we have Research Station Attacked, Scrolls infiltrate world leadership and alien sh- ship crashes in downtown. So yeah, um, that seems like a fun list. Yeah, I like it. I like. I love Colossus. I'll, I'll say again, people need to just give him a shot. Don't, don't listen to people naysaying him. He's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I will say too though, like in his affiliations, he's actually a lot easier to play than <laughs> trying to come up with stuff somewhere else. Everyone um, is, but, but I, I think th- that's part of the show. 
Oh yeah, no, I think I think Midnight Suns, like like I said, the Convocation, Midnight Suns, and Sin are probably like some of the better places for him outside of affiliation. And I also I still um, think there's legs for him in Shield. Yeah, I think I think the issue with the whole Shield thing is if you can make people attack him, which means making him relevant, which means he probably isn't needing the aggressive anyways. Um, but if you can make him relevant when he needs the aggressive, then that's huge. Yeah. Um, which I, I like a lot. I've I've been tossing it around for a while. It's it's not easy. I have also played a very fun game of Black Dwarf in Shield. Yeah, but <laughs> Black Dwarf be fun there. <laughs> Giving Black Dwarf aggressive is terrifying. <laughs> he covers it's so big much old... distance. Yeah, uh, Colossus should be medium move. <laughs> uh, so yes, if, I love it. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, I'm on pretty much every single Discord that is MCP related. If I'm not, then you should probably, I guess, let me know so I can get in there because I like to see all the MCP stuff. Um, but yeah, you, I'll find me on Discord as Dizzard. Um, if you see somebody posting about being excited about X Force, it's probably me on Facebook or Reddit or something like that. Um, if you hear somebody talking about X Force, it's probably me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, it's it's kind of just become like my identity within this game is the the X Force guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you if you ever want to talk X Force, just hit me up. I'll, I'll point you in the right directions. I've been trying to get them running for the past since they came out. My f- absolute favorite comic. So I I love X Force so much. Yes. Um, but yeah, Discord find me Dizzard. Um, D Y Z A R D. Dizzard like lizard. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best place to find me. And you have a, as we mentioned at the top of the show, you have a podcast, the uh, Rogue Agents. Yep. If you want to come listen to me ramble more, because we do plenty of it over there, and I get sidetracked extremely easy, and I like to ramble, um, go ahead and find us on Rogue Agents. We are on all major podcasting platforms, or pretty much like any podcasting platform, really. Um, but we got a Discord as well, because um, there's never enough Discords. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, you can go ahead and find us wherever there. We also do YouTube videos. Um, we post up our episodes on YouTube because some people like listening to podcasts on YouTube. And we also stream our episodes live um, every Wednesday night at 8.30 on Twitch. 8.30 Eastern, that is. Um, we stream those. And it's been a very fun experiment. It started out as like an idea of like, hey, let's try this out. And maybe it'll like turn into like a Patreon exclu- exclusive thing. But it's just become like a staple of the show at this point. Yeah. Um, so it's it's super fun. It's super nice to be like engaging with your audience um, in that way. So if you ever want to check us out live, eight thirty, Rogue Agents on Twitch on Wednesdays. And one day <laughs> I will win the challenge of the week. One day, one day. Have you have you put your sinister list in for this no, week? No, not yet. I I've been contemplating what I want to do with it, and also it's just with the tournament on Saturday. It's been a very yeah. busy week, so I don't know if I will have the time to get one in this week. Oh, throw something together real quick. Just sinister, no two threats, must have cloning banks. Yeah, no. (laughs) My dream is to one day, and this will never happen, but one day late in a game, cloning banks in a Gamora. Just in the middle of the game. I mean, that'd be brutal. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be be pretty brutal. I think Sabretooth is also a really good candidate to it, because three power, uh, you can do your builder and then absolutely pop off a Savage Predator, which Savage Predator was three, but 
Well, or you can just bring him in and then no matter the cost, the Savage Predator immediately. You could, yeah, absolutely. Or you could, no matter the cost, Builder, no mercy. (laughs) Well, you don't need to no matter the cost. Oh, yeah, no, no mercy. No mercy is on the opponent. That's right. I haven't played Sabretooth in a hot minute. (laughs) Um, Uh, No, it's been fun. But yeah. Um, and then if you wanted to reach out to me, I'm like the white on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. Um, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Lexa White. There have been recent bonus episodes. I did my monthly wrap up and then I had my Moon Knight and my, uh, fuck. I had this in my head a second ago. I need to pull up my own Patreon. Um. Oh yes, my Riverdale season one bonus episode. I always love when a friend comes to me of like, "Hey, I just watched this thing and I need to talk about it with someone." <laughs> oh yeah, that's always the best time. It turns into hours long conversation. <laughs> yes, and then also you can hear my contentious multiverse of madness episode. That's fair. Um, and then uh. Also, you get access to the Morlocks Discord, which Dizzard is now also a part of in his uh, quest to assemble all the Discords. Uh, I, just, I have too many. I, I, I have to count it now because I'm curious. Uh, one, two, And then three, four, there's five, also six. a bunch of custom Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, stuff uh, that is yeah. being done on my Discord. Um at least one of the people on my Discord, though he hasn't posted, though I, uh, but I've talked to him, is working on a G.I. Joe expansion. I'm working on a versus Capcom expansion. So we're all just having a fun time here. Yeah. I, I have 12 MCP Discords. <laughs> Let's see. I need to count mine now. I am also at 12. Wow. But it may. Oh no, sorry, 13. Oh no. Now I'm missing some. I don't have locals or certain. I I didn't count game stores or locals. None of them were game stores. Uh, One of them is a now dead Discord. Okay. uh, That rarely gets used, but is the um, old uh, across the Bifrost Discord before they moved to the new one. Yeah. I guess I didn't count that one. So yeah, 13 too. But we may ha- still have some discords the other one I'm missing. Probably. Um, but yeah. Um, and then if you want to if you wanna watch the tournament, um, I don't know if we will be having commentators, but we will at least be having a feed of at least one table game, uh, and that will be happening at the twitch.tv, the, uh, the board game zone, or board game zone. I will have it uh, properly designated in the description of the episode um, where you can just watch the big tournament I am running this Saturday. Uh, It'll probably start at 11 p.m. or noon on uh, Saturday, June 11th. And then most Saturdays, uh, most Saturday, Sunday, and now Tuesday mornings starting at about... Uh, 6.37 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am playing Arkham Horror the Card Game with my friend Kodab at 
twitch.tv slash games, and you can see us talk about game design and stuff there. So yeah, that is another fun way you can interact with me. Um, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, it's been a blast. Thank you. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>